Welcome to Speak Sex. Um, I'm your host, Yves Eurydice. Welcome to the show. Um, I am a writer and artist from the island of Lesbos, where the lesbians come from, which is actually one of like the earliest um, reasons that I became interested in sexuality, because I was like, you know, four years old, and I would not tell anyone in school that I was a lesbian, because because <laughs> there were no other lesbians, and it was like such a dirty thing, and I felt it was branding me. So I spent like maybe up to the age of 17, right, hiding it. So like before I even had a sexual orientation, I was hiding it. So that's how I understood that like the power of words and the power of the repression, you know, and the power of like the taboo and the stigma and the, and the, and the, and the fear and the shame that goes when there is like nothing. It's just the idea of, of it. Um, so I've written three books on sexuality, including with Scribner's and Virago. I was a sex columnist and, um, I'm doing this podcast. Because I feel that the time is good right now to, um, you know, to break the existing order of things, which I call the patriarchy. It's just a word. And I feel that the patriarchy oppresses men for sure as much as women, right? So it's not like I think that men get up and make this fucking oppressive system because it works for them. It doesn't. Um, and uh, uh, one of the, th and I call it speak sex. Because um, we don't, like the patriarchy or the dominant culture or our parents, our church, whatever, didn't give us a language for sex, right? So it's like the one area of our lives that's not so legislated and we can be free and make it up and invent it. And we are making it up and inventing it, right? Because like in the heteronormative world, once you start having sex, you can talk about it, and it's like easier to have it than speak it. Um, so we know how to like flirt and you know and like hit on each other and maybe imply things, but we don't have the words for it. So that's where we come in and actually can create something. Um, and uh, also, f you know, as a woman, like you know, having the right to give verbal consent, I think it's extraordinary. So we build on that. So um, my guests today are um, all people of color, which is great. Um, I have Chai, who is um, a renowned international graffiti street artist. And his work um, is under the tag Meat Trooper, Meat Trooper um, MI, MI Trooper. And that's his uh, Instagram account as well. Um, Sabrina is a yoga teacher, spiritual leader, and if you want to add something, feel free to when you speak. <laughs> um, and Alex works in corporate America, so he does um, marketing, uh, high-level marketing in like global um, financial institutions like uh, Citibank or Bloomberg or Chase uh, or whatever, you name it, he's been there. Um, so he can also, on top of discussing his uh, experience with sex life and sex space, um, tell us a little about how that affects his work life, right? And how they to interact if they do. All right, so welcome. 
Thank you, thank you. What's up, everybody? That was Chai. Hey. Sabrina. Super excited to be here. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank you, Alex. To tell me how your, you know, how your life like, goes against the grain a little bit, your sex life. So, Alex, for example, I can start with you. Um, you um, are married for a number of years, right? Yeah, I have been married for about three years now. Okay. You have a new child, daughter, yeah, six son. month old. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but to answer your question directly, the way uh-huh. in which it's slightly different is that I am um, polyamorous uh-huh. and I have identified as such for the last 10 years. Uh-huh. Um, but only in the last, I want to say, four have I been open about it, um, both with my friends and everything else. Uh, here we have a friend that I've actually met 15 years ago, and honestly, he didn't know about it until, you know, quite recently, right? Wow. Um, so, so yeah, so I, it, it makes things very different because, um, you know, I think people are getting more used to kinkiness, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the act of tying up or doing whatever it is that people identify with, with things being kinky. Mm-hmm. But having alternative relationship styles, um, it's, it's something that is not quite... Um, you know, uh-huh. understood yet, uh-huh. even by people in the king community. Uh-huh. Um, you talked about like the power of words and uh-huh. how, you know, when you're flirting and, you know, when you're meeting new people, you could be a little bit more subtle. Not so for me. I actually have to start out by being like, if I want to do it in an honest way, uh-huh. I have to be like, hey, you know, I'm Alex, this, this, this and that. But very early on, I have to say, hey, this is, this is, I am married. I'm in a relationship. How do you feel about that? And how, you know, you know, is this something that would work for you? Even preferably, oftentimes, most of the time I do that before going on a date. Um, and to me, it often feels like I'm saying something negative. Hmm. Um, but I do know that when I do that with the right person, it's usually applause because they usually go like, wow, that's something that I'm looking for or, you know, that's something that I'm curious about. So, um, right. yeah, so that's... I mean, to answer your question directly, that's that's one of in many ways in which things are slightly different when it comes to me uh-huh. having an alternative relationship structure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that's wonderful because what that means is that you don't have to lie and cheat and like li- live in drama, right? Live in fear, live in guilt. So that's the perk. How many, like, how many people do you think this eliminates? Like, how many women will not go out with you knowing that you have a primary or you have a wife or, um, you know, you guys are not going to take your sexual relationship, like, all the way to the, whatever, altar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, wow, that's, it's, a, it's a high number. It's a high number, it's a, right? It's a high number. I want to say 70%, wow, 80%. Yeah. But the good thing about that is, is I do remember um, dating in a more... Um, can I say it in a regular sense? Let's let's call it right, that. Right, 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 right. And at the time, it felt like I had so many options. And, um, and now I know it's like, well, this is a great filter. And the good thing is usually the people that are, you know, that are open to this are also very open to other things. They also tend to be compassionate. They also tend to... I don't know. They tend to also be right, more be vegan, also be more into yoga. For some reason, it all comes together. It comes I know. With a lot I of know. beautiful things. I know, right? I yeah. find that too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, 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 it's so been interesting. A, exactly. So it's a, it's a wonderful ride because whoever does pass that filter, right, where there is some measure of, um, you know, both physical attraction, but also that 
mental alignment. Um, it turns out to be a good person that, you know, overall is not just somebody who's interested uh-huh. in, you know, uh-huh. polyamory or kink is usually a great person altogether. Uh-huh. Uh, but yes, it, it does. Are they it single or are they also married or committed otherwise? So are you their secondary or? So I, I, I saw a little bit because I, you know, I started out um, looking um, for people that, that had some sort of primary partner. Uh-huh. Um, but I want to say, usually I want to say... Or half of the time, at least, they are single, completely single. Mm. Um, it's a good thing because I have access, but it could be a bad thing in the sense that sometimes I cannot right. fulfill right. They all may of develop, their needs. Yeah, major feelings, and then what do you do with that? Well, there, there's nothing wrong with feelings. I, I do develop right. feelings on my end, um, and I think that's the difference between being a you know polyamorous or, or like a swinger person. Like I do go on dates, and on those dates, I'm not quite sure whether. I like them yet. I'm like, okay, you, you're hot, you're cute, whatever. But on the date, it's like, okay, if we vibe mentally, then then we say there's a possibility of having some sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. What it is going to be tough for me is to provide all of their needs. If you have a need for a kid, that that probably I'm not your guy. If you have a mm-hmm. need for marriage, I'm probably not your guy. But if you're looking for somebody that can help you grow, right, like, Forget about the sex part. If you're looking for somebody that can help you grow as a person, that will challenge you mentally, that you know you can have fun with, that you can have adventures, mm-hmm. all of those things that you can get in the context of a relationship, um, you know, without being married. Um, or so you do. So yeah. you do allow yourself to get emotionally involved and emotionally invested. I do. Yeah, uh, and, in and fact, how, that's most of it. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And how do you keep? How do you kind of distinguish between like the love and and com- commitment you have for your wife and the love and commitment you have for the girlfriend or girlfriends if if there are more yeah um so for the most part i I date one person or okay or like one secondary two, at a time right yeah for the because it's tough to have the time time given the fact that mm-hmm. i have a you know a right. somewhat successful corporate life and a, and a baby so, <laughs> you know it's tough to you know to be out and there, do you right? have to be home every night or you can spend the night at someone someone's house it's something that we negotiated for a long time <laughs> yes I, I do i do do overnight you get sleep right i do sleep I do, over get, rights. I do get sleep over rights <laughs> to answer your question how do i um yeah, how do you uh, how, how do you distinguish the type of emotion or the type of feeling? Because I assume you have to separate them so to that, make sure so that again, the one you know. I mean, you have to make sure that what you feel for your wife does not get threatened, right? That's your commitment to her. That no matter what I do, I'm here for you. I'm staying with you. I'm not leaving the marriage yeah, for sex. So I, have, I have tremendous right. thoughts about that. Right, uh, loving a person and being committed are two exact you know two very different things mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that are committed but not in love there mm. are people that are committed to monogamy or committed to be married but not committed to being in love mm. i'm committed to loving somebody mm. right and does i think that the answer the question is whether that threatens you know my main relationship in a sense mm. um I, th- I think it all depends on who you are for me that's you know it I'm not the type of person that would say, wow, I've, I've met somebody, I'm going to leave my baby. You forget how little you have to do to feel so good. 
Uh, right, 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 right. Uh, that you lose kind of like in the context of a long-term relationship. And in a long-term relationship, the advantage is, is that you have a partner that does all of those things. So the short answer is no, I don't feel like it threatens it. Um, but we did have to work a lot on that in order to put like appropriate boundaries, both for my wife, um, both and also for, um, you know, the rest of the people I meet. Um, it was like, okay, this is, this is kind of like how it works for everybody involved, um, including myself. Right. Yeah. Um, so you would say, I mean, I'm trying to simplify it for the audience because I think that that's where really the gray, the gray line, uh, you know, expands and, and gets, and gets, uh, complicated. Would you say that like you love your wife, but you get to fall in love and be in love with a girlfriend, but you're not going to allow yourself to go as far, uh, in the kind of like you know, uh, life companion type of love. Yeah. Would that work? Would, does that so explain people, it? Different people, this is a great question. Different people practice polyamory very differently. One of my partners, um, I mean, we don't see her often, but, but actually she is also married, like to, probably like the first partner. I'm very good friends with her husband. Mm. And that person, you know what? what is understood that whenever she's in New York, you know, it's a person that we're going to hang out, probably, you know, be very physical. If I'm in L.A., same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's no breakup to that. Right. So that's like something like that. Kind of right, light, right. kind of sexy. Light. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And, um, and he gets similar rights. So uh, he has uh, someone that he can go to. I mean, he yeah, can. Yeah, so okay. as I understand, so I actually know that he also has a partner, but they both live in, in L.A., mm-hmm. so he's a much better person to answer that, but they, mm. he has like a long-term girlfriend. Right. When it comes okay. to me, the, the ideal situation is, is that um, I am open to having a long-term relationship with whoever, with the caveats that, you know, managing a house managing you know um managing a kid managing all of those things are something that i'm, I'm leaving for my wife mm. the other aspects not uh, but in mm-hmm. terms of what does that mean from a loving standpoint it's kind of like well if i have a second kid does that mean that i'm not going to love that second kid as much as the first one love is love and i feel that love is actually does does not have a limit mm. right mm. And it may mean so for example sometimes i'm sick my wife cannot get to me my girlfriend can, mm. and you know, right. or so your wife around. works as well as being a mom. She yes, has, okay, she yeah. Mm-hmm. And does she also have um, the same kind of polyamorous style, or she's less? No, she's a, she's very different. She's kind of like a more traditional kind of what is seen as a more mm-hmm. normative. Kind of, yeah. No, no, kind of like the way people think that men would do it. Mm. So in in her cases, she um, sees somebody maybe once a quarter and is a lot more physical and mm. it's more like oh i'm gonna have sex with this guy mm-hmm. every three months or so mm. so at the end of the year that's four times a year <laughs> right so it's, it's not yeah. a whole lot right yeah um, and you she, she, you you two still have sex at times we do, right? still, we do still have sex okay okay um but she yeah she again now it comes back to like needs yeah how are they defined I, I am very hungry, I have to say. So mm. I do have a lot more yeah. need for yeah. those kind of, yeah. Yeah. you know, exchanges, if yeah. you want to call them. So. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of like a, a physical thing, a hormonal thing for everyone. You know, you're like at the prime, are you physical prime? So like, you know, part of your, you know, like instinct 
before we had uh, financial companies and marketing directors is to just impregnate as many women as possible at this time in your life, you know. And if she has a new baby, like until she's done breastfeeding and whatever, she's just not so, uh, you know, turned on and ready to like conceive again. So there is that equation, you know, the animal within us that we kind of like have to respect, you know, nature. Yeah. Yeah. But interestingly enough, she's always... And I know this person now for for longer than a decade. Mm. We met when we were teens. Mm. She she is while she's very sexual. Is for her, it's never been a quantity thing. Right. So in terms of libido, mine has always been higher. Which right. that that's the more traditional thing. It shows that for me, it has always been very difficult for me to connect at a very casual level. Mm. And that's how what I mean by right. polyamorous. It's like I have to get to know you. I have to get to do that. Right. For her, she wants less sex. She doesn't desire that, right. and that has been right. the case right. forever. Yeah, gotcha. So for her, it, it's it's seeing what is more like traditionally yeah. like the way that men yeah. do it. Yeah. When bam, man, like she's, I'm like, are you done? <laughs> I, I literally was like, yeah. that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I'm more interested in the process. She's more like goal oriented. Yeah. yeah, like get definitely. me off and now I'm done. Let me get on to the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. as her husband, yeah. uh, do you may, I may have some feels about, about yeah. that. So that's interesting. I like this idea that it's like polyamory. You emphasize the word amor, amory, so that love is part of it. And that's like a way to distinguish it from like swinging or swapping or whatever, mm-hmm. which is only the plumbing aspect. You know, exactly. like, like let's have numbers, but only at the sexual level. Exactly. Right. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll get back to you because I would like to, um, you know, find out how kink and like fat life uh, interact with amor and love. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that, but I have to like give a little um, a little uh, mic na- time to my other two uh, guests. Um, do you want to go next, Sabrina? But at this stage, I'd like to know like where you each come from sexually. Um, you know, in in this way of like, you know, monogamy, polyamory, bi, uh, you know, straight, uh, kink, vanilla, um, and like, you know, how you feel about, you know, the, the truth sure. of like sex versus uh, what we were brought up to do, you sure. know, the, the fakeness of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you for having me, first off. I'm Thank really you for happy coming. to be here. And uh, pleasure has kind of been a theme in my life mm. recently mm. as I've been turned on to this uh, author named Adrienne Marie Brown. Mm. And uh, she has written a book called Pleasure Activism. Mm. And it's all about how to... Um, how radical pleasure is actually a form of resistance because especially in america we i love are not, it uh, we're not taught to enjoy things in right. a pleasurable way yeah more so as um we hold things up as as representations of what you know we like to see ourselves in but not necessarily feeling it viscerally in our bodies uh, appreciating it, being shameless about it, and um, embracing that entirely. So my head's kind of been in that space already, so it's good to be here. And I guess in my background, um, in general, I am a pretty, I'm a pretty open-minded, open kind of person. I don't really... 
Sorry, mom. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have to start every episode with that. <laughs> I didn't think of it, but <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't really have any a type. I don't have a I don't have a discrimination. If you were to line up every one of my exes, they'd look radically different than one another, and that is across. Mm-hmm gender mm-hmm. across you know nationality background upbringing mm-hmm. um, I I vibe more with energies and I see people in an energetic way and I receive the world energetically so I've never really um, even my first experience with a woman I didn't really I never I didn't even flinch for me it was mm-hmm. like yeah yeah, yeah I, I like hear this you person. yeah why not? same you yeah know? Like, yeah why yeah why would we mm-hmm. resist things that feel good or mm-hmm. feel right? Mm-hmm. And I, uh, as a person, I'm not one to abide by the rules, <laughs> I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I think everything is kind of subjective and, mm-hmm. um, sh- you know, everybody's so different. I, I just have never really been able to, like, mm-hmm. walk the straight and narrow when it comes to anything. So, so you choose a partner based on, like, that that feeling like yeah. some sort of I I I believe I choose a partner like at psychically this, yeah, exactly. yeah yeah like, uh, I at this point in my life as I'm learning more about what it is that I appreciate and like more than anything I in a partner appreciate the friendship element of it because in the sexual aspects I you know I just feel like sex is pleasurable let's make right. each other yeah. feel good yeah yeah but yeah for yeah me, and everybody has their own language exactly right. yeah. sexual language exactly yeah. and yeah. so like on the physical level I can enjoy that just for what that is like, right just yeah. for what it is yeah. but like on the deeper level for it to um, on the deeper level it's, it's right friendship that is more yeah. sexy to me than anything you yeah. know like yeah. I am a f- very independent spirit kind of person and uh-huh. although I've never indulged in polyamory or I don't know if I I would be able to because I did come from a very traditional Catholic background I don't mm-hmm. know if I don't know if my roots would go so far as to like fully embrace it as much as I respect it and I actually am curious like I, I like to hear about it but um I the for me like commitment and in terms of love comes from the idea of all right I just want to hold somebody down Mm-hmm. We make each other feel good in all the ways. Mm-hmm. And for the duration, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's a way to keep things simple. For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. And coming yeah. from the background I come from, like my parents stayed married for mm-hmm. until, you know, until my dad passed. That, like that. For me, it's like, all right, I want to be with one person for the rest of my life, but let's Let's but not quite yet. <laughs> yeah, definitely not quite yeah. yet. And let's just figure out how we can make each other feel good in the mm-hmm. process. It's a long time. Forever is a long time. I'm willing to learn, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. yeah. I love this idea of radical pleasure, like radical mm-hmm. honesty. Actually marrying the two, mm-hmm. like, sounds perfect. Right. A way of living, perfect way of living. Okay, so Chai, you want to tell us a little bit about how you... Um, you know, put together your private sex life uh, or public and private <clears throat> sex life. It's hard for me to really commit. I've really commit myself to someone because I've been hurt. I've been like, I have all these scars and and uh, scars. You know, you know, you mean like uh, from past relationships yeah, or from past childhood? relationships? Okay. Just knowing like how 
um, the relationships used to be and and like I'm old fashioned. So I like, you know, holding the door for a woman or like, you know, getting into a car, opening the door for a woman and then a, a woman like reaching over and opening the door for me. You know, things like that just make me feel comfortable. And I feel like nowadays in relationships, none of that matters. And it, and, and all of it's just really based on superficial or just, you know, I don't know. It, for me, it's it it's not really every time I'm comfortable with someone, I have an expectation and the expectation might not be the same for them and I'll see that and then I'll just be like you know what why am I doing this and then I'll, I'll try for a little bit and then after I'll be like you know what I'm, I'm done with this and then I'll move on to a next or I'll just be like you know what? I'm done period because I can't seem to find someone that has the same like mind as me uh. so maybe I'll just be like all right well I have needs so you know I might hook up sex, with, right. yeah, I might I might just hook up with someone and say all right well you know we vibes you're sexy as hell you think I'm sexy as hell, like, you know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh, I'm, I'm going to uh-huh. be 100 and tell you how it is. And and if you don't like it, like, I respect that. But if you like it, like, let's go. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I, I mean, that is easier, honestly. Like, that is easier, I, I think, in the end. You know, you know just I, keeping it at the sexual level and being honest and being clear is easier because, you know, relationships get complicated nowadays, I feel, because, yeah, we still have, like, in part of our brain the stuff we grew up on, you know, like the Hollywood movies and the fairy tales and all that. It's still there. You can't just, like, deny. Yes, and I think a Um, lot of people, a lot of of, uh, partners that I've ever been with is always, oh, well, we need to start off with knowing how much money you have in the bank or this oh my and that. God, like, yeah, that's nah, like what the do, transactional what like, stuff this is, is really That's crazy. Bad. Like, yeah. you know, be my friend. Get to know me, you know. Be passionate, as passionate I am is about my art and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And if yeah. it's yeah. not like that, it's, just, I agree it's really with you. hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to touch on that in a minute, but since I know that uh, Alex has to leave us soon. So I want to go back to my question about uh, kink. Because I think it ties in. I feel that how, you know, fat life in general, how it helps is that it has such specific rules and boundaries that it simplifies, you know, think, you know, traditional relationships. Yes. You know, it, it makes it, you know, you say, okay, this is, you know, this is safe word. This is how long we're going to do it. You know, this is the aftercare. This is what we're going to do. Right? There is so much, like... Um, consent and agreement and clarification that that goes on that I feel like it's the opposite of of that of that like mush that's romance you know that we all have a difficult time now you know because it's like the 21st century but but it's 20th century romantic lingo you know we're stuck with all new it's all new you know right yeah you know and it always um, evolves right it's evolving now like we're evolving it so is that what attracted you to kink or well it's really interesting (laughs) for me had nothing to do with the rules and Mm. i mean or 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 codification or making it easy honestly for me i just 
that was it. Like I just, I just like uh, was attracted to them. You couldn't go back, kinda. Well, for me, so so again, um, separating the king from the whole polyamory thing because that's that's probably not king. That like once I've understood that I was polyamorous, and then while I was having this conversation with the various people that I met, as I said earlier, a lot of these things come together. All this kind of being open minded mm-hmm. to different ways of having things. Mm-hmm. So then I naturally gravitated to more like, well, I want to try this out. I want to try, you know, uh, you know, power dynamics, right? I want to see if I, you know, if I can be dominant, if I can be sub, if I can. So then, you know, surprising to myself, I was like, oh, I'm mostly dominant. Like, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm very even keel. But then I noticed that in the bedroom, I've, you know, I tended to be slightly different. So, <laughs> you know, to say the least. And, um, you know, and, and I think, um, again, I, I've what's asked your, other what, people. Do you have a specialty? What's your kink? I'm very much into impact play. Okay. Um, restricting other people. Oh, and restriction. And, you okay. Know, and um, but I like to dish out pleasure. That's that's kind of like what I say. I'm not trying to make them feel pain or whatever, but I'm trying very much to be in control, mm. um, you know, to, mm-hmm. to kind of make that happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and to that end, though, you know, I've asked various people, why do you like being hit? Why do you like? And a lot of people tell me I should do rather than like, <laughs> oh, um, I, I saw it on TV or something. And they're like, I should do. I really like it when you tie me up without having a specific reason. So so to over mm. to answer your question, what I've learned is is that a lot of people just like things, right? Like, you know, without mm-hmm. especially for example, some people have a kink about sleeping with like a centaur. Things somebody that doesn't exist, right? Like Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. guys, and it's like mm-hmm. ask them where that comes from and they go like, Well I don't know, you know, I saw some cartoon, I really like it. Right. Well that's where it comes from. Exactly. I mean it's like, you know, our our brain, you can never like predict how it will understand something. And our brain is made to, you know, protect us and like help us feel good and help us not feel pain. So, you know, especially when we're younger, like we grab at all kinds of things is something that makes us feel good, you know, Um, and it's totally unpredictable. And then if you stay with that, if you don't like replace it, it, you know, it becomes one of your things. Right. Yeah. And, you know, or if like it's it's repetitive enough, that also makes it like one of your safe spots. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but I feel that in general with women, you know, if you think about it, you know, women were supposed to like not be the doers, you know, not be the ones in charge of sex. Right. It's mm-hmm. kind of like lie back and let the man do the work. So um, getting tied. um you know, both like brings a lot of extra time and attention to the female body, to the naked female body, which some women like, like, you know, they like to feel that they got you in, you know, um, in, in their naked presence. Um, and then also they like not to have agency, not to, you know, it makes them feel like not responsible, you know, oh, like you can't be, uh, you know, it's it's not, it, it was outside my control. The kind of like metaphor, yeah, right? But, but the last thing I'm going to say, because unfortunately I have to go, is that there's a lot of power in letting somebody, um, you know, dominate you or, or do anything to you. Mm-hmm. And I always tell that to my partners. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, you are in control. You mm-hmm. are letting me do this. Mm-hmm. And you always have the control to take that 
back. Mm-hmm. And that forces me to be a good partner, a good person, like really understand that they're enjoying themselves because I understand that the ultimate power is being able to like restrict that from me. So, right. so there's, yeah. there's something Speaking of restrict, that's a good... Hold on, one more question. How do you tie <laughs> all that in with your corporate day job? How it's much of it is secret and hidden and how much of it like everything is slips hidden. out? Everything. Everything is hidden and is, uh, is, uh, is unfortunate, right? But it's... So that is a struggle know, it is, for you it is a on the personal... It is struggle for me yeah. and on a personal basis because, you know, um, especially the poly park, you know, it's, it's something that... It, it is easy for it to come up, right? Um, you know, if my girlfriend comes to pick me up at work or something like that, or if I'm traveling and I'm not traveling with my wife, you know, I have to be very careful about that. So, um, you know, it's, it's something that I'm still trying to figure out how open or how not open I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, honestly, I haven't found an answer yet. So, yeah, um, but, that, yeah. but it is a big issue, right? Of how to yes. be kind of whole and sexual beings in the workspace, given how many hours Americans work yeah you know it's a big issue yeah. all right well thank you thank, thank you, you for coming. so much for I having love. me this was take great. it easy okay uh, in relationships nowadays it's so easy for someone to get up and go you know what I'm saying if you're having a problem in a relationship and you don't see eye to eye every little thing or like you know you have an argument or something the easiest thing is to let it go and go find something else and not knowing what you're gonna go find instead of staying and working it out like it should be, you know what I mean? And I feel like right, that's... Right, a, right, right. Like people a, don't want to do the work because it's so easy now yeah, to, to find just go and go get a phone, you know what I mean? Or I, I want to be single and I can just right, I right. can just go get some pussy anywhere, you know what I mean? Like I can go and, and go to Wood Tavern and get, a, you know, a chick drunk and be like, yeah, we go home and go, f-, you know, just be 100 with them and be like, hey, I don't want a relationship. I just want to have a, you know what I'm saying, one night stand, like what's good? Like you look good, I look good. Like, you know what I mean? Let's do it, whatever. And I, I feel like yeah. that's a lot... It, that's more accepted now than when I was younger. You know what I mean? Right. It's and more accepted, but it's also easier. Like yeah. we have this hookup yep. culture. Yep. So we all feel like it's easy. I mean, I think there is there is no exception to it. It has become easier to have sex. Yes, definitely. Like casual sex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But a thing scares me, you know, in, in, in having multiple cult, um, partners, if I ever do or if I ever did, um, is the STD AIDS the the disease factor of 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 life now? It's just so 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 dangerous. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I have to like um like was mentioned mentioned earlier about friendship. It, I have to feel that sense of you're there not just for my dick you're there for me and you're and you want to connect with me on a mental level you know what i'm saying so i can see and feel where you where we actually we can feel each other where we are where we are in in, in our life you know what i mean so i can be like well i see that you take care of yourself you know you do this you you do this checkups whatever whatever and then there's some that are not open and, and then those are the type of people that just like nah i'm not you know what i mean you don't even take care of yourself how do i know if you you know what i mean so I, yeah. you know yeah. that really is really hard for me yeah I feel like that's like important. Very yeah. open with with sexuality. Um, speaking about sexuality is really hard. Like I'm right, in, I'm yeah. in, I'm in kind of something right now, and like talking about sex is like 
talking about like the worst thing ever like what the <laughs> fuck dog yeah. i like yeah. i like i love sucking your pussy i love like licking right, your clit right, like right, right. why can't i express that it's exactly. like oh my god don't you know you're making a seat or it's just like no i don't don't try to control me in that I, i'm a free spirit so you know i i'm you know that's how i am like i i i would love to just be like hey you know how do you like it do you like when i you know massage your your inner thigh before i you know you right. know what i mean like yeah totally like, <laughs> we should all yeah <laughs> they're like wait 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 hold up i've never heard you know i'm not like this like yeah, i'm, I'm more private like, just, up. i yeah, mean literally exactly. it works but you know you gotta kind of uh, get help them to relax yeah because I, i feel like all of us eventually get turned on by you know talking about sex yeah you know like naming it yeah if for no other reason because it's taboo right yeah um but yeah you gotta get them there like there is a transition that has to be made from like freaking out because it's way too real yeah, <laughs> definitely to actually like saying oh, okay it's just a word that you know We are means what we're doing, <laughs> which is all it is. Right. Well, there's so much stigma and and sort of negative connotations that comes to sex, right? Like our, even our parents were so comfortable talking about the birds and the bees and talking about puberty and talking about. Yeah. You know, I mean, none of our parents. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Say, none of our parents had said, "Why don't you go to your room and masturbate?" <laughs> <laughs> and go feel how an <laughs> orgasm really feels like. Go figure, go, go figure out your body. Go play with yourself. You know what I mean? No one, Can you imagine? No, sex no way. Exactly. No the whole way. world would be a sex. It's like a big every time. Sex I mean, I, I remember everything that I know about masturbation while I live with my parents is right. that half my brain was focused on, on, sex, on them on like them not catching me <laughs> right. so half my brain is like you know trying to get off and half of my brain is where are they you know are they gonna walk in right. you know and then I was also not allowed to have my door closed uh, I mean yeah. It, you know they're always there <laughs> yeah. and it, that's the thing it's like forbidden yeah you know the shame of it it's even unimaginable that yeah. like your mom or dad would find out that you you know touch yourself right yeah, yeah. you're right like yeah. go to your room and masturbate right. should be the way yeah. <laughs> but then, then play with yourself exactly. and get out of my face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's productive go i know right masturbate. right right <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time like me being a father i'm a father of two mm -hmm. i have a 15 and a 10 year old and um, my daughter's 15 and um i think that If you would do that, it opens up them to maybe being irresponsible. You know what I mean? And, and for me, I don't think I could tell my daughter to, hey, go and, and, and masturbate. Go find, a, you know, about your sexual side. Because I would be afraid that she'd just be all out, like, loose and, and you know, 16, she's pregnant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, I don't that's, know. I don't, that's, I don't know. I, I disagree with you a lot about Yeah, I word. disagree It's too. It's like saying yeah. don't smoke weed because it leads to coke. Yeah. I know. You know? I disagree yeah. too. I, I feel like we I, gotta... Yeah. I, think, I mean, I don't have any kids, so I'm, yeah. you know, I'm just speaking from, but as, you know, as someone who's, who's sort of like studied a little bit of child psychology, I think it's, it, it enforces a healthy relationship with your body and what it is that you, you don't want, um, what it is that you like, and even with other people, what it is that you, you want, um, and, and you sort of develop into given restrictions. You know, right. and yeah. give yeah. Um, other people permission, another permission to touch you, not to touch you. 
you know. Um, I don't know. I think that, and it doesn't have to be so so crass. Like go masturbate. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was yeah. 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 No. No. Yeah. You know, put you. it in a way that's that's subtle. Um, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, we were all raised on the basis of no, right? Yes. Don't do this, don't do that. No, yes. no, no, no. So actually, you know, liberating our kids a little bit from what's forbidden and being positive, I think, is, is great. And, and I mean, I'm a mom, I, I have a daughter, and um, I was clearly, you know, sex is something that was openly discussed all the time. Yeah. Um, so she was the one... It's it's interesting, you know. They always like to rebel, right? So because I was so open about sex at mm-hmm. all times and talked about it so much, like she's the conservative one. So actually, no, it did not make her like go wild. It actually had the opposite effect. Okay. <laughs> she's like, you know, mom, I'm not. So, I'm more conservative than you are. I'm not so That's comfortable right. with the whole damn sex talk right, nonstop. Right, right. You know, like and your daughter <laughs> is mostly into monogamy. Yeah, and, and my daughter is like into monogamy. A hundred percent. No, she's no, no. She's like so. She's that's like what I'm saying. No, I don't think so. I think it's her rebellion, you know. So I don't uh, think like we're gonna encourage them to, go, you know, to be like sex. Yeah, polyamorous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, I don't know specifically what she'll be do, but be doing. But I think like yeah, ten years from now she'll discover a lot more. Right. Um, I mean, she's, stuff she's about, still yeah. really young. But you know, I was telling her when she was, she, she, yeah, they would be like fourteen, and I would tell all the girls who basically grew up in my house, you know, her friends. Um, I'd be like, well, you, you know, do not give a boy a blowjob unless he goes down on you first. You know, it's like, this really? is a rule you have to learn. Because <laughs> I heard, you know, the girls, not they, but they would talk about girls like on the school bus, you know. Right, right, right. So I just felt it was important for them to become, you know, to become little feminists before they were sexual and start understanding things that we'd never talk about, you know? And yeah, to this day, like the, all of her friends will say, if I ever, you know, they come to me with all their sex problems and love problems, but also they'll be like, you know, if I, God forbid, get pregnant, need an abortion, I'm coming to you. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm here, right? So um, I don't think that, it, you know, being open, talking about it. I mean, you know, kids like learn by example, so if it's only the talk you're doing, but you're not actually like bringing a series of boyfriends and having a loose lifestyle in front of your child, I think that, you know, she, she's not going to do that. Yeah. Because they do, they repeat what, they, what you do. Mm-hmm. And the talking just liberates, you know, their mind. So they're freer from like shame and, you know, judgment and all that. Yeah, uh, I agree. One of the things, the reason why I had, I had brought up my kid and, and br- brought up that is my mom had me when she was 16. So, and then I've, I've seen how much my mom went through not having my father when he left my mother when I was three months old. So, like, just not wanting her to go through the same hardships and, and the same, like, things that I've grown up to see. So that's one of the reasons why I had kind of like said that. Um, uh-huh. I would like her to be more open, you know, in sharing stuff with me or just sharing stuff, period. But 
that doesn't happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Yeah. He's like, Dad, I don't even, I don't even go to my mom. To, I don't even go to mom to, 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 I go to my friend. I'm like, why would you want to go to your friend that doesn't know anything? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but that's a, that was the only reason why I had brought that up. Yeah. But, um, you know, it it is hard not being. In a, you, in a full-time relationship mm-hmm. or, or being able to show my kid that I can, hold, you know, be with someone for seven years or eight years. Mm-hmm. My lifestyle and is crazy. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like well, super you're not, crazy. you're not with her mom, so you, yeah, you're... I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I mean, they live in Connecticut and I live here. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So... I just want her... I, you know, I, I just want her to do the, her best, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like... I don't let her have a boyfriend because I, I I try to steer her more to um, get everything first, you know, concentrate on school, get your own, get your money up, get your place that you have right. to depend on right. anyone. So you have to depend. And then, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then go ahead. You yeah. got your money. You got everything. You don't have yeah. to depend on no one to do anything for you. You can go and, and, and be straight. Like if something doesn't work out, you can go back to your right, own. Right, exactly. You know I mean? You're and, not going to be dependent. Exactly, yeah. dependent on someone else because that's been a lot in my family. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, and I yeah. feel like that's always been hindering like everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Being exactly. dependent on someone the, and being yeah, like, woman's well, like financial dependency on dependency the guy. Dependency when, when it should yeah. be, you should be dependent on yourself. Right. You know, yeah. just like happiness. Yeah. If you're not happy with yourself, how could you be happy with someone else? Right. You know what I mean? You can't go with, you can't go to someone else looking for complete happiness because if you don't have it within yourself, how could you have it with someone else? You That's know what right. I mean? Agree. And how can you but, be open with something if you're not she, open with yourself? Can she still explore sexually with other people without having to label someone as a boyfriend? Uh, well, my, 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 who, anybody? Well, I'm or? sure she does and doesn't tell him. Right. Yeah, of course. I definitely believe that she's like, like right, right. Yeah. you know. Yo, hey, dad. Yeah, yeah, hey, dad. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's what I did today. <laughs> yeah, call him up and say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to put it out there, but um, recently, um, my, one of my favorite um, nephews had came up to me. He was like, um, unk, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause they, my, my nephew and my daughter go to the same school, same high school. So, you know, I had asked him, I was like, yo, what's up with Kaya? Is like, you know, what's up with her? Like, he's like, oh yeah, she, you know, she keeps by herself, but there's this one guy that she kind of like let in and the guy tried to like manipulate her to have sex and she wanted to lose her virginity with him, with him. But the thing, the 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 crazy thing is that she want he wanted to like videotape and and and, and show it to the whole school and shit. What? You know what I mean? And I was like, and and I was like, mm, what? But I, you know, I couldn't go and say, well, you know, go to my daughter and be like, yo, you know, you know, he said this. Like I haven't even told her that I know. Like you know what I'm saying? But I I'm more trying to be open with her about being sexual and, and, and about like being in a relationship and you know being what I mean and being right, responsible yeah, and respecting her body even though she's like daddy uh, you know I'm sorry but um, you should have done this three years ago and I'm sitting here like I've been like working towards it you know what I mean I'm, this is you're, you know you're well, my she's first she's not that child. old she's 15 <laughs> she's 15 you know yeah it, it, but it's it's it's, it's hard this know, but you know at this age sexuals, you can't win also you know, yeah, yeah. But I think the, like the whole conversation base is like really, really complicated. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, that's and why like, we gotta take it, it like a step and I at a time, like a word at a time, because it's complicated. And, yeah. this, and this is a great platform Advanced. for people to 
learn more about different you know aspects of sexuality right and sexual preference and you know the whole the whole yeah. kit and caboodle <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah here it's like talked you know so you also like it's kind of like hear the words being said this guy you know alex's wife yeah, like alex. that's not her strength yeah. i mean i'm sure she has many other strengths we didn't get to talk to him enough to find him out but you know we, we we're not supposed to all have like the same uh, sex drive definitely not. and also like understanding that about our partners you <coughs> know and making mm-hmm. space for each other's different needs yeah like makes for a happy relationship instead mm-hmm. of like assuming that everybody's going to be you know, alike. So, yeah. you know, hi, I love you. This is the way I like sex. This is how much I like to do it. And you better be the same. I never like to do it with anyone else. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's I like not a logical model. There is no logic to it. Like if you think about it logically, it's insane. It's insanity. But, you know, so many people think that's the norm. Right. Yeah. I like... I like quality and I like quantity. I like them both. Like, you know, I, I need a, I need a woman as fly as hell, but trust me, if it gets boring, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, it's hard to have quantity <laughs> and quality, man. Yeah, and actually is. like a it job. Like it takes time to have both. It does. You kind of yeah, got to I mean, go with like one period quantity, mm-hmm. one period. Mm-hmm. Quali- like quality, if you find yeah. quality, you stay with it until like you miss the quantity mm-hmm. and then you know but it's really hard to have quality and quality I think you yeah, just is. want a harem of quality, oh, yeah, he, quality women that can just like yeah. one day you'll be there and another day and every day is different <laughs> yeah that, you know that's that's not reality for me you know no, that's reality, not reality is like Forget you know it. I have to wake up and I'm most of the time I'm alone and yeah. I have to masturbate no, and, I'm, and I'm painting all the time and I have to say it's a good lifestyle like you could do worse I mean I wouldn't be complaining about that I'm not complaining okay. at all trust, okay. trust <laughs> believe on that like you could have a 9 to 5 somewhere <laughs> and you have no nowhere yeah, to you no know, walk off yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't know if I told you I have a good friend in New York who who has a boyfriend she's Jewish he's Dominican and when this happened last year she invited me I was in New York she invited me to a Christmas party of her best friend who's a female so we start drinking and everything's happening and then we start playing spin the bottle like some high school shit (laughs) we play spin the bottle and she's sitting next to me Right, her boyfriend is sitting across from me where you are, and all of a sudden the bottle landed on her. She makes out with me. Her boyfriend like freaks out. We find out that night that she's having relations with her best friend, the girl, without her boyfriend knowing. So like it's sort of like one of those parties where all secrets like wow, come out. Wow, that's so cool. Um, I mean, they're still together. They're still oh, okay. best friends. Good. You know, so yeah. it, it worked out. It worked out, but, yeah. They found a way to talk about now it. that become borderline dangerous because mm. we're just, we all, we're all just horny and just want to fuck each other, mm-hmm. you know? And and it's good because something may happen and the next day everybody just goes on living their own normal life. Mm-hmm. We talk about it here and there. We joke about it. Oh, this happened, that But it stays within that circle. You know, we don't really, like what I'm doing now, we don't really share it, you know, to other people. Um, and I like that. I like that if something happens, like, between me and you, Shy and I, or somebody else, that it stays, like, we don't have to discuss it with anyone right. else. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think yeah. that, 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 
that privacy mm -hmm. is very important for me. Yeah, me you too, know? I have to say. And, you know, like Alex was saying, you know, it's just kind of, Correct. you know, that's right. like a major part of safety. Right. And, right. you know, no stories would go out. Right. And I think that's, that's what was, that was my mistake with her. Because I think at that dinner, mm. she felt like, Something right. that, that she was, was outed. She was outed, right? Yeah. She was yeah. like, "These are my friends that I've known for many years mm -hmm. that don't know mm -hmm. this part about me, like my sexual adventures mm -hmm. that I partook with you, that I let you in, mm -hmm. and then you, sh you know, you yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that was a yeah. mistake. Yeah. So that's a big thing about speaking sex. Like you know, it's it's good to speak sex in one way with your friends, you right. know, and be open about it and then speak sex in much more detail with like your partners. Right. So you're able to communicate about what you want to do and who you are and how long and how to change it around and all that stuff, you know, but that doesn't mean like speak sex with all and sundry and yeah. like air everybody's yeah. laundry out, you know, and name people. No, no, no. That's not at all what we're doing there's here. No, reason no for that. there's no, no, there's no. no need for that. Right. There's no need for it. And it's not about shame. It's just there is no need you know right. I, it doesn't have to be part of any public discourse at all right. yeah yeah uh, so okay I, yeah. you want to uh -huh. tell us another story no, or I just I, wanted to add like oh, oh, oh. Ears. yeah yeah right, right. <laughs> so in growing up I didn't start having sex until I was 18 and then you know what I'm saying just because I was telling you earlier about like how my mom had me when she was 16 and I didn't have my first kid when I was 30. You know what I'm saying to try to not be responsible. I, I just didn't want to be that, that type to be like, all right, well, you know, I, you know, I'm in high school, I'm fucking down or whatever. And then now I, you know, I got 10 million kids. You right, know what right, I mean, right. I, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to really be, you know, change that, that aspect right. of my parents. Like, Good. you know what yeah, I'm saying? My yeah, father yeah. left yeah. me when I was three months old. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm still, you know, I'm still mm -hmm. in my kid's life, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I, and I will never, you know, not be that, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's another thing kind of like, I feel like out of the loop a lot with mm -hmm. the new sexual stuff. Cause I mean, I started off old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. not a lot of people that can be like, yo, I, you know, I, I lasted my virginity until I was 18. Or like, what? When I was 14, I was getting pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, yeah. damn, you did? <laughs> yeah. Like, I it's wasn't kind of like, you know, you get street cred. But yeah. I think it's better to start later, actually. Yeah. You're like, I more aware good. of what you're but doing. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've made up for those lost times. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've just found out. Yeah. You made up. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. It all worked out for the best. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's still not over. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> not even yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Started, yeah, you know? so it's good to be a late bloomer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I know. What, I know. What, you know I want to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to go out like I want to be on my deathbed, like hitting some pussy, like you know, <laughs> I want to die with a pussy and a blood in my mouth, like yeah, I'm done. Yes, I've lived life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drop the mic, boom, <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom, like Mr. Rockefeller, one of those Rockefellers, right? He, I think the main one, he died while having sex, and it was some mistress, and then you oh, know really? they had to hide her and hide the because he died with a hard on, and you know he just died of a heart attack in his old age, getting laid. That shit dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's like dope. That's role the best model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's funny. Yeah. But okay. I, uh, yeah. 
All right, sweet. Sweet. So thank you. Thank, thank you for you coming. Thank you for having me on. It was a great and couple. I, and, you know, yeah. I, in the beginning, I was nervous as hell. I was like, oh, God, what am I going to say? And, and oh, I, you, you have know, so much to say. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I got more. Let's go on. Like, four more hours. Let it be all. <laughs> let it all come out now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> now he's ready. Now you have to come back. <laughs> hey. We have I'll to come, come back. back. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll bring one of my partners back. You know? Yeah. Right. Bring, I thought you could bring someone. Okay. <laughs> but they're so sweet. scary, so I don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. my personal life you know I, I can't let everybody know that like let it go yeah let it go <laughs> yeah, let it go you yeah. know what i mean exactly so i'm, I'm kind of like looking for you know someone just to you know in in, in the future just to, you know to be free and, and, and open-minded like myself yeah you know what i mean so this was awesome being yeah, a part that's of this what we because all there's want. people that, that are was like that, Was that a me. classified ad? You just yep, put right here. <laughs> <laughs> Meetroopers.com. Meet <laughs> 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 that was a wanted ad. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got a tag. <laughs> <laughs> this was a blast. So thank you very much. Thank for you. Thank you. And thank course. you for listening. Thank you for trusting me as your sex whisperer. And until Till next week, speak sex. Ciao for now. Ciao. If I could make love incessantly, I would be gone.